Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to get green. Doug Oster and Jessica Walliser are here. All natural, no pesticides, no artificial ingredients. The Organic Gardeners are on KDKA Radio. A man who's always proven to be much smarter than me when it comes to gardening. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, and a few other things, too. My friend, Uncle What do you mean when it comes to gardening? (laughs) You're a pretty smart guy. Huh? You know how many people come come up to me all the time and say, Hey, can you ask Doug and Jess? Do you think you can maybe ask Doug and Jess? All I'm telling you, folks, the best way is to call in and join them every Sunday. Do you realize how popular this show is? I'm telling you. I can't believe how... And, you know, everybodygardens.com, it's your namesake. But I can't believe how many people really love gardening. Pittsburgh's number one radio show. It's Sunday at 7 a.m. by far. Well, thank you Very for letting exciting. me be a part of it. Can I get your your rooms are ready? <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like I'm the orderly here, the bellhop. But I got to tell you, it's it's incredible. Everywhere I go, people love talking gardening. And, you know, you think that it would start slowing down now because the harvest is oh, in. Oh, no, we're getting into the start of the... Oh. It's really going to get going now. All right, let a me... little 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 lull right now. We can get take it easy. Wait for the tomatoes to come in. That's what I keep hearing about. Is everybody is talking? Are those about... new glasses? No, they look no, nice. They're really old. No, I like. You can barely see through them. <laughs> Do uh, I look any better through them? Maybe actually, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Leave them on because they're rose colored. <laughs> uh, that was good. People are are complaining that their tomatoes aren't turning red. You know, see, you told me you had great tomatoes, so I'm like, well, Doug's got me covered. Now you're telling me that they're not that. What happened between I didn't a say, month? I didn't say me. Okay, I so your tomatoes them. are good. Because I asked you last week, and you were talking garlic when I was trying to go towards tomatoes. Can't you help a brother out? I, I got some on the windowsill for you right now. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Listen, uh, we're going to take the 10th caller right now. Uh, it's just been one of those days, folks. A lot of crazy things happening here at the plant. We're going to take the uh, 10th caller right now. That person is going to win a $25 gift certificate to Sorgles. And you know what I love, by the way, 412-922-1020, Sorgles, Janoskis, all of these people starting to already transition into fall. And, and I know that you guys like the planting season and, you know, the heat of the summer and all that. But I think that my favorite time at all of these places happens to be the fall. Well, it happens to be the time when most things prefer to be planted, you know, when you're talking about perennials and trees and shrubs, uh, you know, cool weather crops will be, we're starting to plant now, uh, lettuce and arugula and beets and Swiss chard and all these things. You don't stop. There's still plenty of time to plant. And uh, like I said, as we get into September, that's the perfect time for trees and shrubs. As it cools off, those temperatures make it more conducive for root growth and not top growth. And so we put a plant like that in, and it's it's not going to have to work so hard at the trying to put flowers on, try to put, uh, you know, uh, new top growth on, and work on on getting established with its with its root zone. So next Sunday is a big day. 
Next Sunday is Tomato and Garlic Day at Phipps Conservatory. That is uh, a festival I helped start in a way for you to bring your garden produce, your extra zucchinis and onions and tomatoes and cucumbers. Been quite a year for cucumbers to help the hungry, to help uh, the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. They bring a truck every year uh, when you bring your donations. Now, the, the festival's free. But if you bring some produce, you get into the conservatory for free, too. And you can see a really nice summer flower show, one of the best I've ever seen, called Van Gogh in Bloom. In fact, I have a little documentary film about Van Gogh in Bloom coming up at Everybody Gardens. We are trying to surpass last year's donations of 1,500 pounds, and we need your help. We need you to come bring your extra produce next Sunday to Phipps, to Tomato and Garlic Day. And... Uh, the food bank, you have to know, it just it serves so many different people from a huge area and a lot of working poor, a lot of people that are working two jobs that just can't can't quite make it, seniors and kids. Uh, this is a great thing for you to do to bring something fresh for the food bank for the food bank. Now at the tomato and garlic day, there's going to be an outdoor market with all sorts of cool local foods and organic foods, pasta, breads, of course, garlic, uh, all sorts of cool stuff. And I will be serving the ultimate garlic lover's soup. And I serve some to Lisa Washington on TV on Friday and she loved it. She ate the whole bowl and I said, you know what that's called? She says, what? That's called kissing the cook. And she gave me quite an odd look. But I've got these beautiful tiles that were handmade in Spain uh, that have garlic motif, tomato motif, some other vegetables on them. I'm giving those away, too. Those came from a friend of mine that works at American Architectural Salvage in Mount Pleasant. Uh, go to my Facebook page. You can see what these tiles look like. And I, uh, everyone that's seen them is, is going crazy for it. Uh, also at the uh, event, there's the uh, kids will enjoy the pot of plant activity, and Dr. Phipps will be on site to answer garden questions. I will be there the whole day, and they have culinary classes going on at, at the Botany Hall. You can just, you can RSVP. You can see all the information at uh, everybodygardens.com. And as always. I'll be paying my daughter $25 to dress up as a tomato. You know, things were pretty tough for me. I was thinking maybe I'd do it for 20 <laughs> <laughs> My daughter would never, no, never, never, never let you do that. You she loves what? every minute of and getting that attention. she's good at that, man. Oh, she's a good tomato. <laughs> she she's is. a good tomato. She called me the other day. She goes, I got the costume all ready. It's oh. all, we're all ready to go. It's this Sunday, right? I said, no, she next Sunday. She should make Sunday. a rare appearance here. Yeah, maybe next Sunday I'll bring oh, her in. Oh, <laughs> that would make my day. She's a good So next kid. Sunday at Phipps, come on, bring your produce, help the hungry, and we're going to have fun, and you're going to have some garlic soup that's going to wake you up. Yeah, she's a good kid. That's good stuff. Okay, listen, uh, we're going to take a break, uh, get these calls ready to roll. Uh, congratulations to Allison Morovo. Jessica is off today, by the way, but she will be back. <laughs> she will oh, be, her, yeah. She will be off, uh, off for today, but back with Doug next Sunday on this great broadcast. We'll take a short break. Next hour, we're talking barbecue recipes. So garlic and barbecue, that kind of goes. Barbecued garlic. There you go. All right, so We'll take a break. Doug and Jessica teach you how to keep it green. The Organic Gardeners are on KDKA Radio.
All right, listen, here's what you need to do. All of the lines are open. If you have a gardening question for Doug Oster, who's in today, Jessica Wallace are off from the show today. You need to call now to reserve your space. We'll get you on the phone lines right away. Portugal. That's why they're not calling. They know Jessica knows all the answers. <laughs> they don't want to hear from me. Portugal. Yeah, uh, I'm taking people to Portugal next uh, uh, spring. And I was talking about yesterday I was out. Oh, Rob, you'll love this. I was at uh, North Park. Uh, the Master Gardeners have this uh, Gardens in the Park program. And I wore a new pair of shorts. And I thought I had all the tags and everything off. This uh, woman comes running up to me. Are those new shorts? I'm like, yeah, she's got two big stickers on the back. <laughs> so I had to pull off the stickers. You know, I've saying, done that before. Saying extra large or something like that. <laughs> well, I'm going to Portugal next spring. And we're going to see the azor islands and i want you to go with me i've been doing this for years now 13 day trip starts at the end of april might seem a long way off but people that have traveled with me before are signing up azor islands are considered the hawaii of europe it's just amazing we're gonna have two separate flights out to the azores i'm i'm excited and we're gonna see all sorts of gardens and all sorts of the sites of portugal uh it's gonna be great we're going to see Lisbon and the Portuguese Riviera and plantations and cooking demonstrations, all sorts of stuff. We get a local guide from Colette that takes us everywhere, and that's an easy way to travel. If you're interested in coming with me next spring, just uh, go to DougOster.com. I posted something also today on my Facebook page, or give me a call, 412-965-3278. That's 412-965-3278. And boy, there's still a lot to do in the garden. As I said, uh, if your tomatoes, if you're really freaking out about your tomatoes and they're uh, just all green, at this point in the season, you could probably just kind of start to trim off the tops. And that puts the, the, the plant into panic mode because it can't make any more blooms and flowers. And then it's going to want to, uh, it's going to want to, uh, you know, uh, uh, ripen up. So, you ready to talk to somebody, Rob? I am. Let's say hello to Tom and Ben Avon. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Welcome Good to K Radio. Good morning. Uh, the question I have, uh, for many years I had uh, about 14 large pine trees that blocked the sun from my yard. It was killing grass and nothing would grow very, very well. So, those were taken down and also became a danger to the house. And I finally was able to plant rose bushes because I love roses in the sun and they've never taken so they've grown very well but they're like shooting straight up in the air and my question is where and how do you cut a rose bush to actually make it bushier so uh, that the rose will come in different directions well first off is it blooming good for you if they're doing really really well i just cut some and put them in the house yesterday you know to tell you the truth i wouldn't mess with it until next spring and kind of shape it the way you want to shape it. Whenever you're pruning anything, we like to prune roses in, in April. I mean, you could probably get away with it now. The the thing is, it, it just, it, I don't know, it might be too late for it to, to put on, it's going to want to put on new growth, and I'm not sure if that new growth will have enough time to harden off, probably. But if it was me, I would just let it do its thing. Let it grow in its natural way. And then in the spring next year, when we get to April, Take a look at it and very carefully decide how big you'd like it to get. It, in, in fact, next year, it might kind of bush out for you on its own. Just keep an eye on it. Uh, okay. And uh, the, the thing that I do with roses also, again, we're starting next spring, there's a stuff called Rose Tone. It's a organic fertilizer, and I like to just kind of scratch that in around the uh, bottom of the plant about once a month, and that'll really make it make it go for you. 
that tall growth might just be kind of the habit of this plant. Uh, and as I said, eventually it's going to fill out for you. And, well, there are uh, and eight different bushes that I planted, and they, they all... Are they all different colors? Yes, all different colors, different types, and they are growing somewhat differently. That's natural, I guess, but there's some that just... Uh, but now when I cut the roses off and I put them in a vase, they tend to rebloom. There's growth constantly. Well, this is all good news. That, that's why I'm not, I don't, really don't want you to mess around with them too much because okay. they're doing their thing. You got this second flush of blooms that are going to be coming right now uh, into uh, end of August, into September. Let them do their thing. And then, like I said, just take a close look at them in the spring. See how they do. It's not essential that, that you actually cut them back. It's just if they're in the way. And they will genetically reach uh, the size that they want to reach. Okay. All right. And the name of that product is Rose Rose Crush? Rose Tone. It's from Espoma. There's Rose there's Tone. there's Holly Tone, Rose Tone, Tomato Tone, Garden Tone. You can find it at any good nursery. It's very inexpensive and it'll make those plants uh, even do better than they're doing now and boy, I tell you what, I'd love to see pictures of that. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right. Good luck to you. All right, bye-bye. So talk to me how you can get ready for fall, just like all these great nurseries are. Well, you know, the, the thing that I'm doing right now is, is I'm planting in the vegetable garden to go, go into a fall and winter harvest. And so uh, one thing that I'm planting, and it's, it's kind of unusual, and we talk about it a lot, it's called tatsoi, T-A-T-S-O-I. And it's from the kale family, uh, but it, it has these deep green rosettes, big, round, deep rosettes, and it only can grow in cool weather. And so when you're thinking about, well, what should I plant now? You know, you're certainly not planting anything for warm weather. And Tatsoi loves cold weather, and it's easy to grow, and it's real good for you. But the thing about it is it's really mild. And so with with greens like that, you could just cut them off, throw them into a salad, and no one would know the difference. Uh uh, in this week's uh, In the Garden video for Everybody Gardens, I show I'm planting that in a cold frame. Again, thinking ahead, you know, uh, lettuce would be a great thing to, to plant right now. Radishes would be a great thing to plant right now. As I said, I, I like to grow beets right now. Uh, even if I don't get big beets by the end of the season, I can harvest those greens. Those greens are really good for you. Uh, it's funny, one time I was at Han Nursery and I was explaining to a young woman behind the counter uh, the merits of beets. She had never had beets before and I, you know, I was telling her how much I love beets. Uh, actually, I grew up hating beets because I had those canned beets, but I grew them for my wife and out of the garden. They are, they're a different animal. And as I was talking about beets, I said, and oh, you gotta, you gotta eat the greens. And then, and then I looked back, my daughter, and she was just shaking her back and forth with this face on her, <laughs> like she just ate a, a bad dill pickle because she can't stand the greens. So it's not for everybody. <laughs> I actually like the beets in a can. I don't know, because that's what I—that's all I know. So I guess I'd probably really love what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, uh, Jess and I had a, a big big program about trying to promote beets when uh, we heard that they weren't going to grow beets in the White House garden, the, the last administration. So talk to me and listen, I know you're all about organic. Okay. And I was talking earlier today about this guy that died, Richard Williams, who was the animator behind, you know, who framed Roger Rabbit and he did Pink Panther. And I mentioned West Aliquippa. 
Now, people that are from that part of the world who are old enough to remember when that steel mill was there and all that certain stuff was doing what it was doing, they were growing tomatoes the size of pumpkin. I mean, literally pumpkins. My question to you is this. The, the air has never been cleaner. The world's never been safer. I can't tell you the last time I've had people say, boy, my tomatoes are great. Everybody over the last five years, other than you maybe, have said to me, I, I, I can't grow tomatoes anymore. What's up with that? Let's finish the thought on what's up with tomatoes. Well, I guess it just depends on who you talk to. Okay. Maybe you I'm know, talking to the wrong yeah, people. Yeah. Uh, you oh. know, I was at, at that event yesterday at North Park, and I talked to a lot of people who were doing great with tomatoes. You know, this has been a wet year. We get a lot of fungal issues. Even my tomatoes now are finally, uh, you know, starting to show early blight and subtory leaf spot where you get the yellow on the bottom and spots, but... At this point in the season, I'm not worried about it. Let's put on tomatoes, and they'll ripen. It'll be fine. But it's all about the soil. Probably whatever was coming out of those st steel mills uh, had a lot of nutrients well, in it. Well, but also, let's be honest, Doug. Those people were really organic. I was in Newcastle on Friday doing a story on, on uh, this this family. They, they have a, a garden journal from the, her, her grandfather, and that's how she learned to garden. And yeah, it's it's all about improving the soil. If you have any concerns with your soil, you're not getting what you want to get out of that as far as the garden, get the soil test. Again, Penn State Cooperative Extension, $9. And it'll tell you everything you need to know about your, your soil and what you need to do to improve your soil to, to get great tomatoes. You know, I don't have the ideal conditions to grow tomatoes. I don't have as much sun as I, as I would like, but... I'm, I'm getting good tomatoes. So, folks, how are your tomatoes? I want to hear from you, plus any other of your gardening questions. And you can kind of chime in as that is part of your call. If you'd like to talk to Doug today, we'd love to hear from you. 866-391-1020. All of our lines are open. Plenty of room for you. 866-391-1020. Dollar Bank, Instant Access, kdkradio.com. Doug and Jessica teach you how to keep it green. The Organic Gardeners are on KDKA Radio. All right, uh, we're going to get to uh, more calls in a moment. I want to remind everyone that uh, this is the Organic Gardeners with Doug Oster. Jessica Wallace, you're off from the show today, back next week with Doug. Do want to tell you for the 10th caller right now, 412-922-1020, you're going to win an incredible gift certificate to Janoski's in Clinton. Anything else on the agenda before we go back? Let's to talk to gardeners. All right, let's talk to gardeners. and Let's go to Alex. Alex, how you doing? Welcome to KDK Radio. Uh, good morning. Hey, uh, Doug, uh, my question regards uh, planting seeds for fall crop, mm -hmm. lettuce, peas, et cetera. Yep. I see where you do that. We start right now, you know, and if it was peas, I'd, I'd get them in today, to tell you the truth. We're getting to the very end for peas. But lettuce, okay. lettuce, any of those greens you could put right now. Pretty soon, uh, also nurseries are going to have uh, some plants out there, too. Every nursery now, fall planting has become a big deal. We'll, we'll have some fresh plants for you. But this is the time to get seeds in. And whenever I'm doing this, I'm I'm getting like a bag of compost or getting compost out of my compost pile, and I'm just putting a layer of that down first. Always improve the soil before you plant, and that compost gives those seeds everything they need. Did you have anything in particular besides peas that you wanted to grow that you knew of for the fall? No, my, my main crop is going to be um, garden greens, basically. Yeah, that sounds good. You know, lettuce, arugula, mustard. Th these are the ones that I love. And if you, you know, can't buy. yeah, if you go to the nursery and you see some of these greens, like I was talking about mustard greens and, and tatsoi, and you've never heard of them and never tasted them, give them a shot. Uh, 
I've never been disappointed by any of these greens, even when it's something weird that I don't know what it is. You know, there's one called, uh, and I don't say it right, I say corn mache, but I think it's corn mash. That that stuff, man, when it gets cold, it freezes solid, but then it reconstitutes and somehow, some way, and then you could harvest most of the winter with a little bit of protection. Hey, thanks for the info. All right, good luck. Appreciate it. All right, mm-hmm. great community, 84PA. That's Alex. Look at uh, Kurt making me jealous. Look at these pictures, Dollar Bank Instant Access. Oh, <laughs> man, look at those tomatoes. Oh, gosh. And look at how much sauce he's making. Uh, See? See, Rob? I know. I mean, people are out there. Boy, who is that? Kurt. Kurt, man, good job. He's making, he's got it on the on the stove, he's got beautiful sauce that he's going to freeze. What oh, kind of tomatoes are those in that pot? I, I'm not sure, but. Look how small. Oh, man, they look good. Good sauce tomatoes. Look like big Romas. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what? That's just cruel punishment. Well, they, he's showing you. There's a lot of gardeners out there that have done good this year. All right, that's great to see. All right, next stop is uh, Bob in Ross Township. Bob, how you doing? Welcome to KDK Radio. Yeah, good morning, guys. Great show. Thank you. I have a question for you. I've recently transplanted some rows of Sharon bushes, Mm -hmm. and they're not doing so well. And I I took them from the back of the property line, and I put them, they're sort of between some pine trees. So so they're not going to get a... Not They're the, not going to get a lot of sun. Not the best time to, to transplant, but a Rosa Sharon is a weed, and unless unless things really go bad, I mean, between pine trees is, is a pretty tough spot for any, I, uh, I figured that. anything to grow, but if you're going to put anything in, a Rosa Sharon is the thing to put in there because it's indestructible, okay. and again, the timing was wrong for the uh, transplanting. That transplanting is, is better off when it's cool uh, later in the season but make sure they have the water they need if it doesn't rain that's all you can do and then cross your fingers and to tell you the what truth with with a rosa sharon i think you're just gonna you're gonna be fine it might not grow in the same way it did out in the sun but it's going to grow for you and i even have them you know that, that have popped up in the woods and they bloom so you'll be okay Okay, now one more question. Is there such a thing as giving too much water? I've been throwing a lot of water at them Hoping it might help, but I don't know if I'm overdoing it. Uh, you know, outdoors under a pine, near a pine tree, uh, yeah, you could overwater them, but it, it would be hard to do, you know. Okay. They only need, they, you know, when they're transplanted like they're, when they're normally growing, they need one inch of water a week, maybe. And so with the rain we've been getting, they're probably getting plenty. But uh, again, since they're just transplanted, you just want to make sure that soil doesn't dry out. Okay. All right. Very good. Good well, luck. Let us know. Gentlemen, have a good day. Okay. Let us know how it works. Gentlemen, have a Okay. Thanks for your help and have a good day. Thank you. All right. Third time he tried to get that in. I know, and I kept stepping on him. <laughs> Sorry. Right. I know. It happened. You're just so enthusiastic. Hey, listen. Dollar Bank Instant Access. Do the homemade weed killers work? Or do you no, recommend? don't do that. No, 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 let me finish. No, don't do homemade weed killers. What do you recommend rather than the commercial brands? Avenger. Avenger is a commercial brand. No, don't don't make your own. There's no sense in making your own. I had somebody the other day. She, she came, she's talked to me. She said, you're going to be so proud of me. I, I made my own concoction with vinegar and blah blah i said i'm not proud of you 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 don't know what you're doing uh get a organic formulated weed killer that you know is safe for you and your family and and use that it's very inexpensive and it just makes sense the the concentrations of vinegar they're using in in and these other ingredients that they're using in these commercial products 
I've been tested and and just because something is organic doesn't mean it's safe. You know, if you're using something from your house and they say it's organic, that doesn't necessarily mean it's safe. Here, here's what I use. It's called straight ahead. Basically, I don't look at the ground till I get in the house. Same here. Run. Yeah, right. Run. I don't want to look. It's I don't just a see. blur. And, you know, here's the thing. How much, do, other than aesthetically, what do these weeds really do? I mean, I think a lot of it's just people want them out of there because they want it to look better. But in reality, it's almost impossible to mo- remove them all. Well, it just depends on on, on you. It depends on what you what you want it to look like, and if you Does can't, it, do they bother you? You know me. I'm I know lazy and. No, you're not lazy. I just. Oh I, no, I am. Have, <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> when it comes to the garden, I let a lot of things go that normal people wouldn't, but it doesn't bother me. But if it bothers you, it's your garden, and if it bothers you and you can't stand to have them, you get rid of them. You know, but there's there's all sorts of ways to do it, and I just we you know Jess and I both don't make it yourself. Go out, you know, and you know how cheap I am. Go out and buy a good commercial brand, and it's going to be better for everybody. Okay. All right, listen, short break. We'll come back. Barbecue coming up next. Now, what's your favorite barbecue? Ribs? Chicken. Is it? Chicken. You like tangy, spicy, hot? What type of barbecue? Uh, hot. Do you? Hot and sweet. You just like hot everything, don't you? Mm-hmm. Peppers? Mm-hmm. Have you always been that way? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, you know. I grew up in a very uh, bland eating family, That's and it was me. when I married uh, my wife Cindy. Happy 38th, I, a little late, but thank happy you. I I learned how to eat, and boy did I learn. <laughs> That's why I had to take that extra large sticker out of the, off those shorts yesterday. <laughs> That's okay. It's all love. We we love you. All right, short break coming back. Hey, Clarence, congratulations! The winner of that twenty five dollar gift certificate from Janowski's in Clinton. Doug and Jessica teach you how to keep it green. The Organic Gardeners are on KDKA Radio. Time for Mrs. Know-It-All. She's a grower, horticulturist, and our garden goddess. We know her as Denise Schreiber. Good morning, Denise. How are you? Good morning. So, a couple of things, and you talked about one of my favorite subjects, beets. Um, I love beets. which, Which ones do you grow? I actually grow the Detroit um, dark reds mm. because I can them, and you know the like chiogas and everything. It, they don't look quite right mm-hmm. when you can them. You know they're great otherwise, but when you can them, they're like mm, kind of funky looking. Did you so. always love them even when you were a kid? Yes. Wow. Yes, I adore pickled baits. Mm. Um, Me too. Yeah. In fact, well, this uh, Wednesday I'm actually teaching a canning class, and. You know, I'll be talking about uh, pickled beets and actually giving them my recipe as well. Yeah, give us the details. Yeah, so it's actually at my home um, because I have all this equipment here. So if they're interested in registering, it's $15. It's at 7 p.m. August 22nd. That's Wednesday. And uh, they can register at 412-736-736. Zero zero one zero, and they'll get to see your garden. Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, the jungle is more like it. Wow, man, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm doing really well out there this year. The rain, the rain helped, but I actually did a soil test, and I was deficient in a couple of things. So you even know, even, in, even in Mrs. Know It All's garden, you got to get a soil test, don't you? That's absolutely. Sure. And I had a new bed uh, put in last year, so I wanted to get that tested, and that did need actually both of the uh, the garden and the beds, uh, the flower bed needed urea. 
which is nitrogen, but it's mm. a slow release. So what? I actually got that from Espoma and put that in the garden, and all my plants are really thanking me for it. In fact, some have been falling over. Wow. <laughs> That's how big they are. The other thing is, you were talking about the orga- homemade organic mm. weed killers. Yeah. Make me crazy. I wanted to grab people by the throat and throttle them. Um, they don't realize, you know, you hear vinegar, and there's actually a horticultural vinegar that is 20% acetic acid as opposed to the 5% Heinz 57 variety that everybody is using. The other thing is, and I did not realize it, the health department told me this, that Dawn dish soap actually contains ammonia, which mm. is fine when you're cleaning everything. That's great, you know, for cutting the grease. However, I'm not sure about the chemical interaction between vinegar and ammonia, you know, just to be, you know, on the safe side. The other thing is, too, when you use this mixture, you're actually killing beneficials. So you've defeated the purpose of being organic. All right, Mrs. Know-It-All. Good stuff, as always. Very much appreciated. Time to do a call there, Rob? Yes, there is time to do a call. Maybe two. Let's go to Joe in Penn Hills. Joe, how you doing, buddy? Good morning. Hey, Joe. Good morning, guys. Morning. Hey, I was going to... I'm looking for a a ground cover, and somebody suggested the blue rug juniper or blue star juniper. Mm -hmm, That would work. Is that good stuff? Uh, As long as 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 you like the way it looks. Uh, it'd be perfect. Yeah, it'll take over. You know, it's slow grower compared to, well, most uh, most ground covers are slow. But yeah, it's going to be a slow grower. But it's pretty, and it'll be there forever, and it'll work its way. You need a few plants to cover, you know, some ground. But yeah, that'd be a good choice. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, man. Thanks. All right. Thank you. All right. Let's take one more call. Anna is calling today from Monroeville for Doug Oster on the Organic Gardeners KDK Radio. Good morning, Anna. Hey, Anna. Good Good morning. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I've... Uh, I'm crabby because I have a lot of crabgrass. All right. <laughs> uh, I ended up doing um, seeding, reseeding. Okay. Last fall, I reseeded this spring, so I couldn't put any grab the the, the corn crabgrass control right. on it. Yeah, right. yeah. And and so I'm like, do I dig it up? Because I'm seeing all these, all the seeds and everything. I know. I, 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 let's let's just address the crabgrass right off the bat. First off, as Mrs. Know It All said, she did a, a soil test on her vegetable garden. You mm-hmm. should you should yeah. do the you should do the same thing on your your yard. Let that crabgrass die when it gets cold, and then next year, next spring, when the forsythia are blooming, put on that corn gluten meal. That'll stop. That's an organic way to stop the crabgrass, but. You know, we probably have a more systemic issue with the yard itself in that it probably doesn't have the right pH, and it probably doesn't have right. the probably doesn't have the right yeah, I know, fertility. I know I need a soil test. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and and the other thing is, I have tons of moss, and the and I'm, my biggest concern. I mean, it's in the grass. It's it's everywhere, except my raised veggie beds. <laughs> um, but my biggest concern is it's in the asparagus, and it's now in my blueberries. And I'm looking, what do I do for next season? Because I've got to, do I 
dig it out? Do I get it out of there? Or does that make the spores shoot all over the place? Well, first off, the, the moss isn't doing anything negative. But the moss is, is an indicator that there's a pH issue. And so, again, okay. that, that's where our soil test comes Another in. Another soil can, test. Boy. If, you, if, you can't, if you can't stand having the moss in with the asparagus, just just right. when we get to the, the cold weather and the asparagus has turned brown and, and is, is over, just scrape that moss off there. Uh, is same thing anywhere else is just take the moss off physically but that soil test is going to be a, an important thing to tell you to get that ph right and with the ph corrected the moss won't be happy my little ribs wings barbecue sauce delicious stuff coming up in just a couple of minutes with joe dentisi frank off today as is jessica wallace from today's show she'll be back with doug next week speaking of next week still time to tell him about garlic day that's right next sunday tomato and garlic day at phipps from 11 to 4 it's a chance for you to bring your homegrown produce and help the hungry there's going to be a truck there from the greater pittsburgh community food bank now tomato and garlic day is free but if you bring some fresh produce you get to come into the conservatory for free and see the summer flower show van gogh in bloom which is awesome we're trying hard to surpass last year's 1500 pounds of produce we got please bring your stuff out to help the hungry there's an outdoor market uh, local organic foods breads garlic i'll see you next week Remember, the organic gardeners always aim to create a better place to garden. And a safer place to live. Well done. Thank you very much. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.